Do you or a loved one have a problem with addiction? Do you want to break the chains of addiction over your life? We'll discuss this today and more on The Truth Must Be Told. Hello, hello. All right, today I will be playing an interview that I had with my friend and brother in the Lord, Ted DiRamo. I'll be back afterwards, but for right now, enjoy this powerful testimony from Ted DiRamo, the founder of Higher Ground Ministry. Welcome to the third in the series on addiction here at The Truth Must Be Told. On previous shows, I've talked about addiction and the pain that it brings to the family of the addicted. Today, I have Teddy DeRamo on the phone with me. I've known Ted for many years, and he has a powerful testimony of God's grace and forgiveness. He is the founder of Higher Ground Ministry, which is a Christ-centered support group for anyone who has been personally affected by addiction in their life or the life of a family member or friend. Ted, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're very, very, very welcome. So, Ted, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your remarkable journey with the Lord. Well, it started off, uh, I want to make it pretty simple. Mm -hmm. It started off, uh, you know, when you're a young kid and you really don't care what's going on in your life, you don't think you can do anything. I was one of them guys. So uh, I found guys that uh, were uh, sort of like me, didn't care and didn't want to care. And uh, so the closest thing that helped me feel a little better was uh, drugs. So I started off with alcohol. And from there, I, I was 13 when I started. And uh, from there, I went to marijuana. And mar I thought that maybe that would help me out. And you know how that goes, at mm -hmm. least uh, for this guy. Just It just wasn't enough for me. So then I went to cough medicine. From cough medicine, uh, it was, uh, it was getting, I was getting tired of it. And uh, I started uh, uh, shooting heroin, drinking. And uh, so there, that's, that's some of the stuff I went through. And I, all through the process, I was just trying to find peace and I couldn't get it. I've been arrested 23 times that I know of. I've been in federal prison. I've been indicted for murder. I'm um, in a motorcycle gang uh, for a short time. And uh, I got shot in the mouth with a 38 and a motorcycle uh, bike. And uh, my, uh, I still didn't find the answer. Uh, I was looking for, I tried all these things, but uh, I ended up uh, going back to heroin. And then I started getting grandma seizures. And I was 32 when I finally stopped because uh, the seizures uh, really, really knocking me out. I just couldn't take it anymore. Hmm. Yeah, do you feel that was your, um, 
what brought you to the wake-up call that you needed to come to the Lord? I mean, you went through an awful lot there. Was uh, yeah. Was there any more know, that contributed to it? Well, I told you about the seizures, mm -hmm. and uh, they're not fun. <laughs> and uh, the fire thing, you know, when you're looking for peace, I mean, a guy like me was never looking for God because that, that was uh, something that uh, was foreign to me. My wife got saved uh, before I did, and uh, one time I was on a run. I was gone for about three, four days, and I came home, and she saw the pain in my eyes, in my face, she told me, and uh, usually uh, I would come home and want to fight because I was right and she was wrong. Well, anyway, she, she gave me a hug, and I never forgot it. See, her salvation was the beginning of me looking for uh, uh, that peace that uh, she had. I wanted some of that, and I was scared of it. So, in the process, uh, we started. Uh, oh, I found a 12-step program first, mm -hmm. but that wasn't really working for me. And uh, we went to church, and being an old junkie, and a drug addict, uh, I was a little skeptical of people. And uh, anyways, it was a now you figure this out. It was a policeman that led me to the Lord. Really? You want to tell us yeah. about that? Yeah, nineteen seventy-seven. I I stopped, but it was nineteen seventy-eight. I I was a mason contractor for over fifty-two years, on and off uh, my mess and. Uh, I was doing a job for him. I stopped stealing because when you get sober, you're supposed to, you're supposed to change. And one of the things uh, I was doing uh, was uh, trying to change my life. So he needed a stone wall, and I needed money. So I uh, did some work for him. And he said, why don't you go to church? And I said, oh, really? I don't have any good clothes, so I don't think I fit into church. Part of it was I really didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, uh, well, you know, uh, Sunday night we have a service and we dress down. And so I'm running out of excuses. So I said, okay. I went and I said, as arrogant as I would, I said, was my, I said, my name's Ted. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. I'm not here for you. I'm here for God. But <laughs> little did I know, uh, People weren't scared of me, and I started not being as scared of them, and uh, I found uh, watching these people, uh, I was still skeptical. Mm -hmm. I was watching these people, and I, you know, these people really have something I want. So one Sunday, I, uh, the pastor was uh, finishing up, and had a hymn. And we all stood up and we sat down. He goes, anybody want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, raise your hand. And he says, everybody keep your look down and nobody look up. So the first thing I did was look up and make sure nobody was uh, watching. And uh, I raised my hand. Hmm. That was probably maybe one of the hardest things I had to do because I was scared. Sure, it takes a lot of courage. Yeah, and I didn't have it. I didn't have it. 
So they, after after that, he uh, did another hymn. He said, now the people and raise your hands, come forward. Hmm. So I wasn't scared of God because I really didn't know him. And, uh, but I was scared of him because he saw me. So I went forward and they brought me in a little room and they started uh, ministering to me. And uh, one of the scriptures that hit me was, uh, brought me to my, uh, got my attention, is we have much faith as a mustard seed, we can move mountains. Mm -hmm. And I had that kind of faith. I had, I had enough, because they say the mustard seed is the smallest seed in the garden, and when it grows, um, it's one of the largest and where birds can perch on it. Mm -hmm. So I had that little bit of faith, and that's what got me started. Oh, that's 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 a, that is really a, a very powerful testimony, and it's see, uh, I tell people on the program that you don't have to clean up before you come to God. It's uh, it's one of those things of you don't have to get cleaned up before you take a bath, sort of thing. And we're seeing, you know, and it's just wonderful to hear that God takes us from that. Um, I've heard it once said, from the guttermost to the uttermost, and uh, you certainly, after all the things that happened in your life, to see you know, God just ministered to you that way and begin to change you in a very, very powerful way. You know, what you just said uh, brings back to me when I I try and help people and they come up with almost almost the same thing. Well, I'm not good enough. Uh, I'm not ready. Well, when the heck are you ready? I tell people. Mm -hmm. But I had to go through that process too. Sure, I think we all do. I think we have to hit a, a place where, you know, we realize we have no place else to go, and we're hanging on to the, the last thread, you know, and uh, I think, you know, seeing, uh, and then we're reaching up that one more time and touching the face of God. It's just really an incredible thing. But uh, that's what God does. I mean, he, he raises people out of the dunghill and, you know, sets them in, in places that are just amazing. And, and um, you certainly weren't... Uh, uh, what's the word I want to look for? What's the thing I want to say? You certainly weren't, uh, um, you know, a, a very holy person during those times. <laughs> and <laughs> But, uh, you know, the Bible does say that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that's Amen. something that, yeah. that is just something that, uh, you know, that just amazes me. That is as bad and filthy as we all are, you know, from one degree to the next. And somebody may be listening right now that, may not have have done half the things that you've done, but they still need Jesus, and they need to come to a, a saving knowledge of Christ. And they think maybe they're not good enough, and but they are. They're, it's God, he cares, you know, and he cares for us. And I, just while we were sinners, he still died. And I just, um, that just amazes me. He took our punishment for our sins. So so let me, let me ask you, Ted, so uh, how did the Higher Ground Ministry come about in all this? In the process of um, getting sober, uh, I was going to meetings and uh, I was going to church too. And uh, they, when you're in at the meetings I was going to, they, they say you, your name, your and what you are, an alcoholic and a drug addict. Well, in the in that t time. Uh, 77 to uh, 1988 it took 10 years for me to say 
you know, I can no longer say that uh, I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict because God tells me I'm a new creation in Christ. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to go with that no more. So I was talking to my pastor in, uh, in uh, Connecticut, a Trinity Baptist, Pastor Dave, and I was telling him that I, I was thinking of uh, trying to help people. And here, same thing, he heard uh, my testimony. I probably didn't give him it all, but I, he, heard, he heard enough of it. And he uh, says, well, why don't you pray about it, and let's see what we can do. And uh, I was telling him, what's the sense of getting sober and going to hell? And I, it really grabbed him. It grabbed me, too, because I, I don't care how many people get sober. I mean, it's important. It's the beginning of the change in your life. Mm -hmm. But that's the, that's the outside. You know, we change from the outside when you get sober. But I had to change the inside, my heart. So we started a higher ground ministry. And, and Pastor Tony Gibson, he was in uh, another church. He came... Uh, our, one of our meetings, he brought a guy, believe it or not, uh, had a drinking problem, but he ended up moving to Florida. But the pastor had a problem. He had a food problem. Hmm. And he, he could, he turned that turned into an idol for him. So he said, uh, Ted, now, uh, don't forget, I had no clue what the heck I was doing. So that's what God does. He get, If we're willing, that'll take whatever we got and make it work. So Tony was uh, doing his doctrine and it, and he said, uh, Ted, do you mind if uh, I uh, do the precepts? So we worked on it with him and uh, that's how the uh, 10 precepts gets, got oh. started. So Tony uh, turned out to be a good friend. Uh, he's no longer with us. He's in heaven. But through the change of him helping us and God changing us, um, we started the ministry. And our goal, our goal for uh, uh, higher ground ministry is not that we try to help people get saved, but we don't want them just hanging around and having a meeting. We want them to get involved in the church so it could be a Christ-centered uh, support group because mm -hmm. We're not the smartest guys in a block. We know we know the answer is through Christ, and uh, there's so many qualified people who uh, are gifted uh, teaching and preaching. So we get them started, uh, and from there we uh, guide them to whatever church they're involved in. That's why they're in different churches because of. Because of this uh, COVID uh, mess, uh, we have about seven meetings right now because churches started closing on us. Mm. So we're rebuilding. We have uh, three meetings that are in uh, programs, and they're inside meetings. They're closed to the public. But uh, we just keep on trying to get people uh, to another place and to get them, like you said, you know, clean up. You know, get rid of it because 
a lot of people will go to a meeting, but a lot of people won't go to church, just like I, like me. Mm-hmm. And so we just try and open the door, love them in, and try and uh, help them get to the next level in their life. And we've been doing it since 19, uh, uh, 30, 32 years. Wow. I didn't realize it was that long. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, I want to go back to something you said earlier that you weren't, uh, you know, who are you? You didn't have any training or weren't ready for any of this. Uh, and a thought came to mind, a, a little uh, thing I've heard is that God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. And apparently God um, called you to do this, and he equipped you and gave you the uh, gave you the strength and the ability to, to get it going. And that's, that's very, very exciting. So um, right now your meetings are in um, – in Connecticut mostly, and you have some in Florida, correct? Yes, and uh, Florida right now is one of the – it's starting, but it's not open right now. Hmm. The meetings are, they're still meeting on Zoom or whatever they're doing. Yeah, well, so, thank, God for the, thank God for the technology that we have today that we're able to do that. At least people will still get – getting to meetings is very, very important. You know, uh, in the process, like you said, in the process, uh, we all feel like we're dirty rags. Well, at least, I can't say all. People like me. Uh, and we need to be feel like somebody cares about us. And that's what our ministry tries to do. We try and get people to that place. Yes, so, that's very, very and, exciting. And, and, you know, you know, uh, I wrote a book, Sal. I, it, it's called uh, It's Not Your IQ, It's Your I Will. On the back of it, there's a little stuff about me, and it says, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the call, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And neither one of us were talking about it before. So I tell people, don't be scared. Don't be scared to... Ask for help. Yeah. So, and what what is the name of that book again? Give that to me again. It's not your IQ. It's your I will. And you can get it on Amazon or Zuan Press. And if you text me your address, I'll send you one. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I'll do that. I'd like to read that. Yeah. <clears throat> Just you know. I uh, think you'll enjoy it. And you said it's available on Amazon as well. Yes. All right, perfect. I'm gonna you know, put the, I'll find the link for it, and I'll I'll put that into the, um, I'll put that into the description on the podcast and let people um, know that it's out there. Well, that's higher, that's great. In higher ground ministry, uh, they can get that too with uh, highergroundministry.org, and they can look at it, and uh, they can get a good feel of, of what the ministry is about. People can get a good feel of what the ministry is about. Mm-hmm. And we we help meetings get started. We don't charge to get them started. And we try and guide people through it. Uh, there's a few things we ask for is that they're uh, in good standing for the church. And there's they've been sober at least a year. And they uh, know how to, are willing to help uh, people uh, Except Jesus Christ as their Lord. 
That's yeah, that's very very exciting, and I, I I'm I'm praying that the ministry expands. That's that's really that's really wonderful, and um, so how do people get a hold of you through the uh, HigherGroundMinistry.org? Would that be mm-hmm. the best place if they're interested in starting a program? That would help if, if they could uh, do that, or they can uh, call two zero three eight eight eight. See, when you get old like me, you got to uh, put glasses on. <laughs> That's okay. But I said two zero three eight 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 nine nine seven four. Now remember, I went from getting high to getting old. I'm seventy five and. I can't wait to meet the next guy I can help. No, that that's that's really great. So for your I'm listeners, yep, for your listeners out there, uh, you can reach uh, Ted if you're interested in doing a uh, a ministry uh, for higher ground in your church, and that would be uh, two area code two zero three eight 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 nine nine seven four, and uh, get a hold of Ted and he'll uh, help you to uh, get started on this, and or you can go to highergroundministry.org. I'm really looking forward to to seeing uh, to seeing this ministry grow. I'm uh, very very excited about it. I know it's something that's needed down here in Alabama. We have some other programs down here which are very good, but Higher Ground is um, definitely something that it would be different and and um, it, and and it's not the same as a a twelve step program. It, is it based on that, or are you you know because you, I noticed you use precepts as opposed to a step program. Is there a little bit of a difference in there? Can you explain that to the uh, listeners? Well, it's a big difference for us because uh, we aim everything towards uh, Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, some some uh, programs, uh, and I'm not knocking programs, believe me, I got sobered, but mm-hmm. I can't. you can't let a light bulb or a chair be your higher power. If it's not Jesus Christ, then you're... You're stepping in the wrong direction. Yes, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I, you know, I've been to a few programs myself, uh, as well as Al-Anon and, and things like that, because I've had loved ones that are uh, that mm-hmm. have had problems, and they did help me, but their focus was not on Christ. And I mean, it gave me some some better you know some better insights to things, but uh, definitely higher ground was the way to go, and uh, to to be focused on the things of Christ and know that Christ is the answer to any problem that you have. I think that's just, it's very, very exciting. And I think more of that is needed. Well, thank you so much. We need people like you out there. So, uh, I do appreciate it, Ted. Uh, I'm, I'm trying my best in this uh, program and the truth must be told to be to taking well, as I as I told you uh, when we talked earlier, to take you know major news stories or major events that are taking place in the world and bring them into the light of the gospel, and I I really try to to look at it look at things from a biblical point of view, mm-hmm. and you know I've there's so much on addiction and uh, you know th- there's a lot of camps on whether addiction is um, you know inherited there's a gene that you have. Uh, or it, it, you know, the Bible calls it a choice. I mean, we we're responsible for our actions, and I, I've I've said it many times. People don't want to face that in their life. They want to, you know, they just want to put the blame on someone or something else. 
And um, but we're going to be held accountable for our actions and things that we do according to what I see in Scripture. What do you think of that? Well, one of our precepts talked about uh, blame shifting, and uh, one of the well, I I got sober. It was nice to say, hey, you know, my, my father was a drinker, and my mother was a gambler, and I said, oh, and it's their fault. I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember anybody holding my nose and pouring booze down my throat. Mm-hmm. So it was my choice. And uh, it was hard enough to say I was an alcoholic. But then it was even, it got a little stronger uh, when uh, I knew it was my fault. I made the choice. Right. Sal, how do I get, how do I uh, listen to you? Okay, well, there's there's a couple of things. I will be sending you a link. Uh, mm-hmm. Just give me a moment, and I'll I'll give you all that information. Uh, okay. I, I am been. Uh, you can listen to me. I will be doing a live feed on Facebook. I also have uh, Anchor.fm is the place where the the audio portion of the podcast will be uh, available, and um, of course, uh, you know, the, and it goes out on a, a bunch of uh, podcast platforms, uh, Spotify, and a bunch of them. So. And I'll give you that information uh, when we go. It'll also there'll also be okay. a link. I'm going to put a link in there for my listeners, and um, and I really appreciate this call today, Ted. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat about uh, Higher Ground Ministry and your new book. Uh, it's not your IQ; it's your I will, and that's available on Amazon. Uh, you can go to higher higherground.ministry.org, and as I said, you can contact Ted at 203-888-9974. That's two zero three. Eight 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 nine nine seven four, and Ted, thank you so much for being here with us today. And um, I just, uh, I, I, I'm praying for you, my brother, and I hope that the, uh, my hopes and prayers that the Lord takes this and just, uh, just blows it up. Especially with today, we need uh, people need hope. But thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, thank you. All right, God bless you. Have a good day. Wow. And that was Teddy DiRamo. Listen, folks, it's so very important that you understand that addiction. Now, some of you who are blessed by not having an addictive person in your life, I'm just overwhelmed by listening to Ted. There's some people just have so much going for them and all good things and yet you know they had they don't realize how much trouble some people are in my hopes in doing this uh, podcast on addiction was to allow you to see and hear or to at least to hear for those of you who are on the podcast uh on the audio side I, you know it's just amazing to me that god would take a man like that who's done all of these things um, from, you know, being indicted for murder to being shot in the face, motorcycle gang, uh, drugs, alcohol. And to take that man and turn him around to the point where he is now ministering to other people who have addiction problems or loved ones who have addiction problems and uh, it was just really amazing to see 
there is love and acceptance in those meetings, so I would encourage you to um, definitely um, seek them out if you're if you're nearby one of the meeting places. There are quite a few in Connecticut, and he said right now you'd have to check because of the COVID thing, which is, you know my views on that. But uh, you could check for meeting locations at HigherGroundMinistry.org. That's HigherGroundMinistry.org. You could reach Ted at uh, 203-888-9974. If you're interested in uh, beginning a ministry like this in your church, to give some people some hope. Because there's a lot of people out there right now that don't have hope. They don't have acceptance. They're... They wonder what's going to happen in their life, what's going to happen in the life of a loved one. And if somebody, you know, if God can change somebody like Ted, then you can, I mean, Ted, I love you, man. I don't mean any disrespect. But, you know, he, he, was, he was just a gruff guy. And wow, just to see him. And he's blessed. I mean, his, his, his wife, Lucetta, his family, just wonderful, wonderful people, and you would never know because God takes people and he changes them. He changes them from this. Well, you know, the scripture says, he said, if I, he says, I will take out your heart of flesh, of, of stone, okay? God said your heart is like a stone, okay? It's hard. It's not yielding. And God will take that heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. In other words, he'll change you. God will change you. You cannot change yourself. You can, there's nothing that you can do to change yourself. And for, the, for those of you who have loved ones that are addicts, listen, you can't change them either. If there's one thing I've learned in, in being in the situation I'm in, you cannot change or cure what somebody else is doing. In fact, the scripture even says this, no man can by any means redeem his brother or give to God a ransom for them. Now, wow, that's powerful, okay? You cannot do anything that's going to save another person. You have got to turn that person over to God. You have to turn your life over to God. Now, if you don't know how to do that, I would encourage you to do a couple of things. Number one, um, it's very, very simple. God tells us that we're all sinners, and that's something that Teddy was stressing. We're, we're all dirty. We have filthy rags, okay? We're, we're just this, everybody's a nasty person. There is none righteous, no, not one, not one person understands, and no one seeks after God, all right? And God said that the wages of these sins are death, all right? But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that God, and this is the scripture I talked about with Ted, in uh, uh, in uh, Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrated his own love towards us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus' death paid the price for our sins. When he died on the cross, he took the burden of our sins and opened the way for us to enter into eternal life with him. And you, you just say a simple prayer that, God, I'm a sinner. I need you. Please I understand Jesus took away the punishment that I deserve, okay, so that through faith in him I could be forgiven. And so you just need to ask him, I place my trust in you for salvation. The Bible says that if, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple, okay? 
God doesn't ask for anything complicated. And you say, thank you, God, for your wonderful grace and, uh, and, and what you've done for us. So I would encourage you, if you want to reach out to me, uh, the truth must be told, 93 at gmail.com. That's the truth must be told, 93 at gmail.com. You can check out my website at thetruthmustbetold.org, which is still in the process of being put together, but there's some things on there you can go look at. And uh, I would just encourage you to reach out. If you're on Facebook and you're listening to this, you can uh, private message me at Sal Passos, and I think the truth must be told 93 is the um, is my page there. But you can find me if you look through Sal Passos, you could find the page. And you can private message me if you'd like. It's open. There's you don't have to be a special friend or anything like that to to touch base with me. And I will definitely go through this with you. Or you can reach out to HigherGroundMinistry.org. And uh, Ted will be glad to uh, take you through and tell you what the gospel's about. But I just want to again say thank you again to Ted. Uh, for taking the time to share this testimony. Tremendous man of God. Keep him in your prayers. Ted, we're praying for you. Here at The Truth Must Be Told, we're definitely praying for you. I would like um, I would like nothing better than to see Ted's ministry uh, expand and just explode with people that that are willing to take out take the take the ministry into their churches and, you know, do what they need to do to uh, to uh, reach out to those that are in need. And uh, I know there's somebody out there that's thinking about that. And don't forget to check out Teddy's book. It's not your IQ, it's your will. It is available on Amazon. Uh, you can go to highergroundministry.org, and there I believe there's a page. I think um, I looked up, it's not your IQ, it's your will. There is a page on Facebook for that as well. And uh, guys, listen. I know Ted, and I'm, I'm waiting for my copy of that book to arrive so that I can read it. I'm very excited about it. I want to read that book. And uh, maybe it's something that you can pass along to somebody else. You could read it and pass it along to somebody else that, that may need it. But I would definitely encourage you to check it out and check out the, the ministry. Well, that about cues it up, uh, ends it up for uh, today on The Truth Must Be Told. I just want to remind you again that... Um, your financial gifts, uh, donations to this ministry will help me expand to get the Word of God out to more people because we do hit uh, things that are happening in people's lives today, which is addiction. Addiction is one of the things. It's It influences everybody. On the next uh, program, I'm going to discuss how addiction impacts the life of, of uh, even, uh, if Christians and it, how many pastors are, uh, even pastors are not, free from this. A lot of them are hooked on something, whether that be pornography, drugs, whatever. They're out there. People have problems. And uh, your pastor, is, is is you look up to him and everything, pray for him because he's under a lot of pressure and the enemy is trying to destroy the work of God in this country and around the world. So um, your gifts and donations will help spread uh, the truth must be told out to uh, the rest of the world. I have got I'm in a lot of countries now. I'm in England, not just in the United States. I'm in England, uh, Wales, and London. I've got uh, listeners now in different parts of Africa, Germany, 
I, I I can't remember the whole list. It's just it's just incredible. Uh, I have a big group of listeners from Texas. Hi, Texas. I hope y'all doing all well down there. Uh, my next door neighbors there. Well, not quite next door. We got one couple of states between us, but you know, Texas. Uh, wow. If uh, you know, if any any church member out there that's thinking about approaching their pastor on starting higher ground ministry, reach out to Ted. Seriously, he would love to have this expand and uh, reach out to other people. And he said he'll help you out. They don't charge. They help you get started, and he'll work out all those details with you. Uh, one more time, HigherGroundMinistry.org, 203-888-9974. And again, if you'd please like and share this broadcast with others, I would appreciate it very, very much as the gospel is being uh, presented from this microphone. And uh, if you can, prayerfully make a donation. Um, I, I definitely have to upgrade equipment in order for me to get out to uh, different podcast sites. I'm also uh, I'm looking at getting onto iTunes and uh, onto the uh, iHeartRadio. Those things are in the works right now. And once I get my new computer system in here, I'm waiting for the tower to arrive. Please pray for me on that. Uh, it's five days now since I ordered it, and it hasn't uh, shipped. And we need to get that here right away so that I can uh, get this ministry up and going and doing what it's got to do. So uh, with that being said, I thank you again. Thank you for listening to The Truth Must Be Told. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening and a great weekend if I don't talk to you soon. Take care.